It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. And a good day to you. Happy Tuesday, everybody, and happy National Cake Day. (laughs) All morning long, people were tweeting me, Scott, are you going to sit in a cake today? Let me go through this one more fucking time. No, I don't sit in the cake. The girl sits in the cake convince someone to do that anyway like how does it start you just bring out a cake and hope that she thinks about getting naked and sitting in it or do you just bring it up in a conversation go cake shopping together like is that an activity you do together is picking out the cake it's not something that i have ever done it is something that some people are into and i assume if both people are into it when you're gonna have that kind of an encounter at night You just pick up a cake on the way home or Mm. you bake a cake. Maybe that's part of the fun of it all. Then it's nice and warm when she sits in it. Fine. Some people like this as a fetish and I hate the day that this got brought up because now everybody thinks I'm just some sick guy who likes to make women sit in a cake. Hey, if you ever go out with me, I will not make you sit in a cake. And if you're thinking, "Mm, maybe I'll slide into his DMs. Don't slide into my DMs offering to bring a cake to my house. Has your girlfriend joked about this or brought this up to you yeah okay it made it a little weird okay (laughs) hit that subscribe button everybody best way to make sure you get the notification that a new podcast has been uploaded or you can check back most days around this time that you're listening right now and you will see if there's a new podcast there we appreciate it though uh rate and review in the iTunes store sure, yeah. or Google Play or uh, we're on TuneIn Radio now. That's another place that you can hear the podcasts. You can hear them on CuriousCast.ca. You can, they're all over the place. ScottNCat.ca, our website has That's the podcast. Right. Yeah, they're just about everywhere. A lot of different places, but rate and review it and we're good to go. Uh, coming up at the end of this podcast, we did something really neat at the end of last week. We had a spiritual medium come in studio. Her name is Jay. She's from Toronto, drove all the way to our podcast studio here in Kitchener, and she did a reading on us. And I'm going to be honest with you. It was pretty real. Some of the things she said, no one else could have known, even if they Googled me, even if they were a friend of a friend. Absolutely agree with you. There was a couple of things. And it's funny because some things didn't really register as much with me. So I played it for my family, my mom and my aunt included and my uncle. And they all said they got chills because she mentioned a couple things I wasn't even aware of. They were like, yeah, that sounds like it was that sounds like it was him or it's very close to it, if not. Um, So, yeah, have a listen to it. And then if you're interested, her contact info is all inside that as well. That info in case you're curious. We're going to play at the end of this podcast what we played on the live radio show. But I'll tell you, we sat and talked to her for about an hour. And one of the things I noticed is that you got pretty quiet. Partway through this conversation, did something strike a nerve that made you think, huh, she's on to something? Or did you think, nah, she's full of shit? There were a couple of times where I thought that's interesting. Um, specifics include stuff that, well, I mean, the fact that she went out of her way to say someone call a grandparent pop or papa. Like the odds of that, are they great? I don't know. I had a papa. That passed away. Uh-huh. So to me, I was like, oh, that's weird you just mentioned that. Um, and then another thing was the stuff I do with my daughter. And maybe it's stuff that everybody does with their daughter. I don't know. But she was quite specific on the things that I do, the gestures I make. And she said that the people who passed were showing her that they're watching me do that to her. They see me with her. And also, you'll hear it all. But the fact that my daughter does talk to herself and that's normal for a two-year-old I think to have either imaginary friends or they're just playing by themselves and talking out loud. But sometimes she's said to us, 
she said she sees someone or there's a ghost or something. And I think that she's playing around and still part of me doesn't believe that it's anything. But Jay uh, McKenzie is her last name. If you want to look her up, she's telling me apparently that my kid talks to dead people. My kid has that particular special gift and to embrace it. It sounds weird when you say talks to dead people. Thank you. But I know it is. Talking to a deceased loved one, there is some sort of a family connection there. Maybe that's not as weird if you think of it like that. Yeah, well, that's what she said specifically. It was my grandparents, a couple of my grandparents that she talks to specifically. I don't know. It freaked me out. I mean, it gave me a little bit of chills, too. So I I don't know. That's coming up at the end of this podcast. Uh, The Work to Rule campaign by Ontario's public teachers gets underway today. The unions representing the province's elementary and high school teachers say members will stop performing administrative tasks. Mm -hmm. Those tasks include putting comments on report cards, attending certain meetings, participating in standardized testing, including their own. And they say this campaign is necessary because of limited progress in labor talks. Okay. Now it's time because now and they say it's not going to affect the students. Frankly, I don't see how that's even remotely possible. That's laughable if you ask me. But it's now time that work to rule has begun that we the public get to know what's going on with the negotiations. No more media blackouts. No more silence. No more stuff being done in the back room. Let's hear what's been offered. Let's hear what the offer was that they said no, no. We've got to walk away. We have to walk away. I want to know what the offer was. And I think there's a lot of people that do. Yesterday, uh, Nanos put out a poll. Majority of people opposed to the cuts in education support the teachers. Okay, well, I don't know how anyone could possibly say whether or not they support the teachers without knowing what the teachers were offered. For all we know, they've walked out on a completely reasonable and fair offer. What was the offer? What did they walk away from? That's what we deserve to know as the public, as the taxpayers. We should know what's on the table. And I don't know why anyone would take that poll without knowing first what the offer was. That seems kind of crazy to me. Um, With the holidays here, you may find yourself staying at someone else's house for a night or two. Sure. Do you ever go visit somebody for the holidays? Maybe somebody who lives out of town? Uh, I have in the past, but this year it's actually going to be me hosting a lot of stuff in the new house. So I will likely be the one um, to host people and have them even stay over. Yeah, it'll be me. When I go and visit family, and typically it would be overseas family, I always stay in a hotel. I'm never comfortable staying in their house. Really? Even if they, because some people take that personally, you know that. I know. Like, especially family. Like, if I said, oh, you know what, I'll go visit you, but I'll stop by my family in um, Vancouver. For example, if I said, oh, I'm going to go to Vancouver, but I'm staying at a hotel, they would have none of that. Like, no, 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 I don't think so. You're staying with me. And they would take it personally if I chose otherwise. It does seem like other parts of Canada are a little bit more welcoming than maybe we are here in the GTHA slash Southern Ontario. I don't know why. It just seems like they might be. If you have relatives out on the East Coast and tell them, I'll come out and visit, but I'm going to stay in a hotel, they'll lose their shit. Yeah. No, they want you to stay with them. It wouldn't. I wouldn't expect that. My sister-in-law and her husband, they stayed over at our house when they came and visited in the area. I would not, I would feel bad if they stayed at a hotel. Why would you spend that money? You don't need to spend that money. Just come here. I prefer to stay in a hotel because I want to do my own thing. I have a certain routine that I adhere to. You want to walk around naked. It's not that I want to walk around naked. Well, something's going on. You want to bring your own cake in. Uh, it's not that. I like to, for example, get up very, very early in the morning and watch the news. 
I would feel horrible staying in someone's house watching Global National gotcha. off the PVR okay. at 4.30 in the morning. All right. And I do get up no, really early. I mean, fair enough. If you insisted, I think that people would hopefully understand. But there's people who would not understand. I also might want to order some takeout. You know, I mean, hey, I'll eat dinner at maybe five with you. Eh, around 10 o'clock, I might get hungry. And I don't want to wander down to the kitchen and say, hey, feel like making me something to yeah, eat. Yeah. Do you mind what's if I use your kitchen? What's in your fridge? Yeah. Let's take a le- little look here. No, I'm going to get the fucking right. door because it's right. Domino's, baby. I hear you. And I think I could do one night. I've only really done one night, I think, staying over at someone else's house. But if it's more than one night, I do tend to do a hotel. The, I could do that for one night, though. The last time I stayed with family in their house, and it was a beautiful home. It's right in Glasgow, Scotland. And I had gone over there for a wedding with my dad. And they insisted, you guys got to stay with us. When you land, it'll be very, very late at night. Just come to the house and stay with us. Okay, well, they only had one bed, and it was kind of fucking weird that I had to share a bed with my dad. <laughs> And it was a king-size bed, which is great, but... That is strange. I don't want to share a bed with dad. You know my dad. Like, no. Even he'd be like, fuck this. (laughs) I can picture your dad saying that. Find me the nearest Marriott hotel. This is a fuck no, son. (laughs) No, you're not sleeping with me. Grab a blanket and get on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) So they did... uh, They asked both hosts and guests what they like and what they don't like and tried to create a common set of rules okay okay i like this being too loud Mm -hmm. smoking and leaving a mess are the top three faux pas you can commit when you're staying with somebody else do people really just like make a mess for example and just leave it and not even offer to help clean up i'm not sure how big a mess they're talking about Maybe it's something very small that you might think, oh, my God, this is crazy. I've got to do laundry or whatever. They spilled something. It could be as simple and innocent as that. Or maybe they're just a pig. Maybe they're the type that likes to eat and just leave the dishes there and walk away. Or like take a pee and doesn't flush it or stuff like that. Good one. Very good one. Showing up intoxicated. (laughs) Showing up to the house intoxicated. Mm -hmm. Okay, people do that? Being too demanding and bringing an unannounced guest. Okay, that's bad. Also very high on the list. Yeah, you you tell people. That makes sense. You tell people if you're going to bring someone. And if you're going to bring someone, usually it should be fine. But the person who's hosting you wants to make sure they have enough food. Um, There's, you know, whatever that needs to be in your room is available. There's enough towels and... An extra person can make a difference. Let's say I'm going to stay at your place over the holidays. I say, hey, Kat, I'm coming over. I'll be there on on December 23rd, and we'll celebrate Christmas Eve together. I'll leave around midday on Christmas Day. Okay, that's a good amount of time over the holidays. Sure. When I show up at the door, hey, Kat, I'm here. By the way, this is my girlfriend. And I didn't tell you she was coming. That's weird, right? It is kind of weird. Like you could have told me that at least she's going to be here. Who does that? Shows up and brings somebody unannounced. Like, hey, I ran into my buddy Dave at the airport and I told him to come with us. (laughs) Hope you don't mind. Hope you can squeeze him in at the old Christmas table here. You got a big house. There's lots of room. Who does that? Yeah, that's bad. I'm sorry, but I find that really, really strange. Uh, Don't do any of those things. They Mm -hmm. say if you are the host, though, if you're having people over, um, 
just generally be considerate. Make sure you've got lots of food in the house. Make sure you put out towels for them. So yeah. if they're going to shower and things like that, uh, write down the Wi-Fi password was probably the most modern amenity that I've seen anytime Very good. soon. Very good. And probably just keep in mind, it's not a fucking hotel. If you're going over, it's not their job to wait on you hand and foot. And if you're having people over, you probably should have some basics out. You should be prepared for the fact that they're going to have a meal or two, that they might want to take a shower. You might want to scrub the toilet in the the bathroom they're going to be using. Things like that. Sure. Young people want to get rid of the secret Santa office exchange. Why? Is it the money? See, the first time that you said this, to me, I think... Okay, they don't want to spend the extra money. But it really doesn't all have to do with that. No, it's not. It gives them anxiety. In the same way that I get really anxious around Halloween because there's going to be the office Halloween party and I got to dress up and I don't like dressing up and that sort of shit. I don't want to be judged or anything like that. Some people get anxiety around Christmas. Hmm. They say particularly younger people, like 23 to 38 years old, prime time millennial season. A job hunting site in the UK says they found 78% of millennials feel they contribute more than they should to an office party gift. 58% of the rest of the population feels the exact same way. 26% of millennials admit they've had to dip into their savings or overdraft their account to fund an office gift. And they don't like it because almost one in five feel like they're being judged for what they give. Well, I mean, there is that one-up factor, right? So you're sitting around the office and all of a sudden, oh, Cindy comes back from the bathroom and there's there's a secret Santa gift on my desk and oh my gosh, it's luxurious and awesome. And then you're sitting over there like an asshole and you gave your person a Here's a Tim's card. A five dollar Tim's card, and you're like, "Well, this chick got a purse over here. I'm, I feel like a jerk, right?" Um, Or you received something big, but you gave something small, and it shouldn't be about that. But I get why it gets in your head. I think that the office secret Santa exchange, probably to a couple of people in the company, maybe at the management level or the HR level or the. receptionist level somebody feels like ah it'd be so much fun if we do this i personally get the sense that majority of the employees don't really want to buy stuff for their coworkers. they'd really rather spend that money on their loved ones or friends or themselves but if it's voluntary do you look bad if you don't take part yes okay you do. so you're worried about um hey everybody in the office sign up and hey oh, scott your name's not on the list Right? Yep. Okay. Or when they're doing the gift exchange and you aren't there. You're left out of it. That sucks too. So this proposal here, and it's not even a bad suggestion necessarily, is that we just do away with the office secret Santa exchange. Is there something we could replace it with that would still be fun, that would still be kind of a team building situation is there anything i like the whole white elephant thing you had a different name for it what is it the rip-off raffle the rip-off raffle everybody buys something Mm -hmm. not for anyone specific you wrap it up one person opens one of the gifts they can pick anything they want from under the tree unwrap it and it's theirs but then the next person gets to open up a gift and they can keep theirs or steal the one that you open i mean it is fun I think that's fun, too. It probably takes a lot of the pressure off because nobody knows who bought that gift. Right. If you buy a fucking toilet brush or if <laughs> you do buy... That. Don't do that. <laughs> a 
pack of dishwasher pucks, something like that. No one's going to know it was you that bought the asshole gift. In fact, it should be that way, though. Don't you think it be it should be nothing but asshole gifts or weird gifts? I love like those shit gift exchange that you don't need. That's not necessary, but just stupid. That kind of stuff. If you did that on purpose, too, maybe people would craft their own and make their own. They wouldn't have even have to spend money. They could grab shit from around the house. There's different spins on it, and that's one of the ones I've seen. It's a, a gift exchange of shit you don't want. So I like it. I could go to my place and wrap up. Uh, I don't know a candle that I got whatever in a gift basket years ago that I've still never lit. That I might love. That maybe Kat would like it. Maybe it could be something stupid. One time, one of the promo companies trying to get us to talk about National Emoji Day sent me a big, giant poo emoji. I could wrap that up and just stick it in the gift exchange. You totally Like, good. here's actual shit. Here's a piece of shit. Merry Christmas. <laughs> And you got to know somebody's going to see that and love it and think, oh, I want the poo. One person's trash is another person's treasure. Thank you. Sure. There's a lot of different ways that you can do it. I like that idea. If you're going to replace it with something, that's a good idea. Yeah, I like it. I feel bad because sometimes the stereotypes that get put on millennials are well-earned and deserved. They don't deserve to get shit on for this. But around this time of year, I don't know if you've seen some of the stories floating around Facebook. Things like um, they want to make Santa gender neutral from now on. I heard about that, but who's actually saying those things? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't to know To me, anyone. it seems like fake news that people are sharing, and it's really just to get people pissed off. Honestly, to me, it's the Merry Christmas thing all over again. People yeah. are like, make sure you say Merry Christmas, not Happy Holidays. Fuck these people who want to just say Happy Holidays. I don't know. any. Like, Does anybody actually know anyone that doesn't like someone saying Merry Christmas? Because I don't. I don't either. I think it's some bullshit someone made up and put out there into the world and nobody's actually doing that it's kind of funny because i'm pretty confident my next door neighbor does not celebrate christmas okay doesn't seem like he does there's never any decorations up or anything like that however last year i ran into him on christmas morning when i was running outside just grab something from the car and he's like hey merry christmas and i thought I fucking labeled you all wrong in my head. Thank you very much. And I said Merry Christmas to him, and he said, thank you very much. You never know how far something like that could go in a good way. Just say whatever you want to say. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Maybe you celebrate Kwanzaa or or Hanukkah, like you said. Yeah, just say it. I'll accept all of it. Anything you want to wish me that's happy, merry, positive, I'll take it too. Happy National Cake Day, Scott. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) Here we go again. (laughs) All right, this was uh, on our show this week. Our spiritual medium is Jay. Her contact info is going to be at the end of this podcast. If you'd like to do something with her one-on-one, and she does do readings over the phone, in case you're wondering, here it is. From our FM radio show on 91.5 The Beat. You guys have a fantastic Tuesday. 91.5 The Beat, the number one hip music station. Good morning, friends. It's the new Beat Breakfast. Scott Fox, Kat Callahan. And I think it was back around Halloween that we started to have these discussions. Yes. It was a study that you had brought up. And I don't even remember the study details, to be honest. But it was really about people who believed in spirits. And those kind of studies tend to come out around Halloween. Yes. And you had mentioned to me that you'd never done anything with a psychic or a spiritual medium before, and you didn't really believe in it too much. And then it got me thinking, I'm a little more open to it. I'd like to see how open you would be to doing something like that. And here we are. In comes our guest. You actually brought someone in. Her name is Jay McKenzie. 
Jay, can you tell us a little bit about, first of all, who you are and what it is you do exactly? Yes, I absolutely can. And thank you so much for having me, Kat and Scott. Um, I am a spiritual or psychic medium, which means that I connect with deceased loved ones, Mm -hmm. or essentially, I talk to dead people. (laughs) I also see them, feel them, hear them, get smells and tastes. And I'm an energy specialist, meaning I clear homes, people business deals of negative energy and if there's any spirits i kick them out so that the house can sell okay very interesting and you told me right when you came in here and met with me that you already had some visions and some thoughts about scott and i before we had even met you yes um what you just said cat was correct i've picked up some pre-impressions about both of you i've had some dreams i've had um Let's just call them impressions that have come to me. I generally like to start with clients by giving you that first okay. and seeing if that's recognizable. And then, yes, I'm going to flip just directly into um, into some readings okay. with you. Is that okay, by that's the way, great. I'm, I'm picking up and knowing things about you? There's that, an ability to be able to look up a lot about us. You didn't do any searching in advance. Absolutely not. Um, I can 100% guarantee you I never do that with any client. And I do have a lot of um, well-known, some famous clients, uh, some going back years. We're so concerned about that. They would test me out, send me incorrect emails just to make sure I wasn't looking them up. So that's ironclad. I take what I do very seriously and no cheating, as I call it. Okay. So what are you getting right now? So first thing I wrote down was, what a good guy you are. Thank you. you it's welcome. about time I got that. a little credit. Enough. A little love. A good guy. Cat, tell her that's true. Tell her. Confirm that. Confirm that, Cat. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> but the little stubborn they told me about. Um, I hope that this is okay to throw this out. The next thing I saw was something about you wanting to take the show in a different direction or discussions about a different direction, a new direction, um, some ideas that you've got. Have you been having those discussions with someone? I think we've been having that discussion between the two of us for a few years. Yeah. Great. Um, Normally, when they give me information like that, uh, and again, tying with the fact that I'm dubbed the positivity coach, I don't get frightening information, scary information. If I need to give you a warning or a premonition, um, with your permission, I would. But normally, it means something positive. So it's the reinforcement that where you want to take the show and the ideas that you have, keep going with them. We're going to do it, darn it. There you go. Okay. I'm We're going to own this place. That's right. right. On. <laughs> hey, you shoot for the moon, right? And Absolutely. if you land among the stars, all good. Bingo. Um, oh, on, in the car on the way over, would your grandfather, Scott, from what you know of him, would he be a little bit formal with somebody he doesn't know? Absolutely. Beautiful. Because what he said to me in the car as we were driving here, and I was asking him to come in strongly because I knew I already had a good connection with him. And he said, don't worry, young lady, I'm here. So mm-hmm. I wanted to check with you. Is that how, let's say, he would have addressed somebody that he didn't know really well? That sounds about right. Yeah. Fantastic. If you don't mind if I, uh, a little connection with your girlfriend, do you think she'd be okay with that? Sure. Okay. Um, She was super excited that you're coming. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. (laughs) Excellent. You guys just stop me if it, you know, goes into a realm that you're not comfortable with. Okay. Because um, 
Oh, and also your grandpa, a little bit of a feeling of, did he either live with you, help raise you? Um, beautiful. He did. Thank you for confirming that. That's what he's just said. So that's his way of indicating that he's frontlining this. He's the one who's telling me the information to pass on to you. Can I ask you a couple of questions? Please do. What do you think or what do they tell you about my current girlfriend? She loves you so much, Scott. Hmm. Okay, now they're showing uh-huh. me. Ah, uh, that's yep. what I was waiting for. She's yep. putting her ring yep. finger, Put everybody. A ring on it. That's oh. just what I'm hearing. That's what I'm um, about too, Jay. Right. Hey, right on, girl. Uh, when are you going to put a ring on it? Um, that is definitely a possibility. If that's where you want to take it, <clears throat> your grandpa and your uncle um, are showing that would be fantastic. Don't be scared. They're saying. You know, there's that little bit the reticence because of um, the divorce. What didn't work out. <clears throat> this is going to be all brand new. It's two different people. It's it's fresh. It's a new relationship. That's a little bit your um, holding back because of you don't want the same kind of mistakes to happen. But when you feel it's it's right, Scott, go ahead and jump into it because they're showing me that it's going to be great. And she's now I'm getting like a vision of she's been like praying, asking, hoping that you'll do this. Like she doesn't want to pressure you about it, but. Uh, in her heart of hearts, because um, that's what I'm being shown. In fact, they're showing me they've heard her um, praying and asking and, and hoping that that's a direction that will take. <laughs> when you're ready, when you're ready. Kat, would mm-hmm. you say are you normally um, fairly happy-go-lucky, but you've been under some stress recently? Sure. I would probably say that a little bit because I'm uh, moving. So that's a little stressful with two little kids. Uh So I'd say I'm definitely more stressed than I've been. Not 100% sure if this is accurate, but I just heard somebody say in my ear, 90-day closing. It was a quick closing. I don't remember if it was 90. uh, It was quick, though. Might even have been less than Might have been 60. Yeah. Coming up fairly soon? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, that's moves are always a little bit stressful, right? So, um, and you've got kids and, you know. Um, who calls or called their grandfather a pop or papa? Papa, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Um, the way I'm connecting with them means that they've crossed over, they're in heaven as you think about it. It is a different parallel world um, in our universe and I'm able to kind of step into being here with you in body, but... Um, stepping in kind of like one leg's here and one leg's over there. They definitely want to make sure that I let you know that they're fine. So there's no more pain. There's no more illness. He's saying um, you two knew how you felt with each other. You were good with each other. So don't worry about those things that you didn't actually get to say because he's saying now he knows how you felt about him uh, and you know how he felt about you. So anything that um, was missed or that seemed to be forgotten. Um, and he also says he's sorry that, again, the passing was quick. <laughs> Who, by the way, would do this with you or do you do this with your daughters? This sudden um, feeling of, oh, hair's in the eye, hair's in the eyes. Moving, I do that with my daughter moving the hair. You do that. Yeah. Okay, good. They'll get me to... Um, act out, say things, hear things, feel them, act out. So when I notice, oh, I'm doing something over and over, which of course other people can't see, um, it's just their way of imitating what they've seen you doing to let you know that they were right there with you. Um, For sure, 
they're, I'm being told your papa and your grandma are like guardian angels for your kids. Um, and at some point, or has this happened already, one of your children um, talking as if they're talking to somebody and nobody's there because they're showing me that they're talking to them, they're talking to them, they're saying, hi, we're with you, and the child is sort of answering back, waving, um, and then you come in the room going, who are you talking to? Yeah, my kid talks to her. I think her, I thought it was herself a lot. Maybe that's it. <laughs> it's not. Um, it's Papa and your uh, grandmother. They're showing that very specifically, being in the room, uh, talking to them, and um, and your daughter uh, answering back. Yeah, like I'm seeing gesturing, talking. So don't worry about that. I work with families and um, intuitive kids that have my ability and hmm, how do we figure out what's happening and why is this going on? Uh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Often they grow out of it at around age eight, but important that, uh, that you just let her know that, um, that you accept her and love her no matter what. Cause I think she might grow up to be showing uh, more of this ability and more unusual things might be happening. So hopefully you'll remember our conversation today, mm -hmm. uh, that it's okay. Uh, the fact that one of your girls is able to connect with your uh, past loved one might indicate a little bit some of that. So okay. hopefully that's not too freaky. How do people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you? Well, I'm glad you asked that. Thank you, Scott. They can um, both see me in my office, but because I'm in Toronto, I do all of this work by phone. It works exactly the same. I don't have to be sitting in front of you. Tell them all the ways to reach you. We found you on Twitter, by the way, so you can also find Jay on Twitter. And we'll tweet out the link as we are um, putting this out there to our listeners, too, at 915thebeat. Follow on Twitter so that you can get Jay's uh, Twitter. How else can they reach you? 416-784-4120. So 416-784-4120. They can also reach me on my website, which is jadeintuitive.ca. And I also wanted to mention, if I may, uh, that I'm writing a book for youth. I do a lot of work with children, okay. and uh, I've also taught kids. I hope it's going to be a fantastic book great, that will help Jay. a lot of oh, kids. Congrats. Good I'm for you. I'm excited about that. Good. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you for having me in.